Yo, 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 what's going on? It's your boy, Andrew. Um, yeah, it's my first first podcast. Um, so welcome, Drew Talks. This is something new. And I've always wanted to do a podcast, but I just never really... I always felt like you had to be, like, fancy, have a fucking microphone and shit, but... Because apparently you don't, which is clutch. But anyways, um, so yeah, so let me introduce myself. I'm Andrew. Some of y'all may know me, some of y'all may not. I mean... Majority of y'all will because I mean I am uploading this shit from Facebook or like sharing it on Facebook and all that shit. So, um, yeah. Well, I guess for those who don't know me, yeah, I'm Andrew. Um, you know, let's let's get the shit popping. Anyways, um, I don't know how to. I I'm supposed to introduce myself, but not really. So I don't know. I don't know how this shit's gonna work. So I guess I'll just start with the basics, hobbies. Um, I love to play video games. Uh. Baseball, I guess that's a hobby as well. Sports, just sports in general, you know. But yeah, and then I'm um, currently in school, you know, going to the medical field. Pretty dope. So far, so good. I like it. It's not nothing too crazy. But um, anyways, uh, yeah. So I guess what kind of pushed me to this was, I don't know. I just been like, I just been watching too many YouTube videos type shit. Like, if that makes sense. And I don't know. A lot of like the people that like influencers of mine, they you know. They're what they like do podcasting or like they, you know, fucking record themselves and you know I think, in order I I don't I never thought about like pursuing a YouTube career I have well I'm bullshitting I have at one point, but not really I mean eh, I think this podcasting thing will get me out of my comfort zone pretty much, but but anyways, um so, uh, I don't I I really don't know what to talk about well. I'm going to leave that up to you guys, like, for future podcasts. But anyways, so, yeah, so I guess more deep in about me, like, I am a cancer survivor. We Like, you know, and I think this is what I want to do this first episode on because this is kind of what motivated me to, like, you know, pursue this podcast shit because, I don't know, it kind of it sucked what I went through. So I'm going to just go because I know a lot of y'all, like, I know a lot of y'all ask me, like, how did you feel the symptoms and stuff, you know, and, like. But this is not, I'm not going to make this, like, whole podcast about just, like, my health history and shit, you know, but, you know, I'm going to just, like, kind of talk about it. Like, I never really got the chance to talk about it and tell everyone. Only, like, close friends, if you know what I mean. But anyways, um, so, yeah, so this all started in high school. And, um, so I remember it, it was, like, my junior year. I was feeling good, you know, just wanted to get through school. And supposedly they said, oh, like, that, um... You know, pers- like once once you start your junior year in high school, it's it's the most difficult one. That's what I always thought was like you know the the main the main thing about why I got sick, why I was feeling like shit in the beginning. So so I started August twenty sixteen, feeling good, you know, like doing all right. Then September comes and I feel like shit. Like I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I I start feeling like shit, and um, you know. It's one of those things where, like, I never really, like, got sick like that or, like, ever been sick. Like, I've I've always been a healthy kid. Like, you know, I've always played sports my whole life. Like, you know, I played soccer when I was a kid. And, like, that was, like, my main sport. And then um, I started playing um, baseball. And that's when, you know, I felt like I was good. Like, I was, in, I was really in shape. Like, you know, bullshit. I was in shape. Anyways, um, so when I got sick... It was, like, September 2016. Like, that's when, like, it, I officially, like, got the actual symptoms. But, obviously, like, who would have thought I had cancer? Like, I was unaware as fuck, like, at all. 
no idea. And it's 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 crazy. Like I, I remember I used to K you guys are gonna be like this fat ass. I used to K chicken nuggets. Um what else? What else? I used I used to eat a lot. Like I I no bullshit. I used to eat a lot for a skinny kid. I used to weigh 140 back then. And which is crazy. Like I would never get fat. Like I never would gain weight like because I would have to go, you know, go take a poop. <laughs> take a shit. You know, let's just be real. Let's just say how it is. Take shit. But then I, I took, I like, I used to eat, okay, so I used to eat 20 piece nuggets, two spices, and a large fries. And that's the crazy part. Like, you know, two, like, that's, that's a lot. But anyways, and then, um, out of nowhere, like, that just wasn't the case no more. And like, I knew something was kind of off because even during the day, I was a very energetic person, energetic person. And I never really like would sleep, would take naps after school. Like I would just get straight to like doing homework or some shit. But around this time, like, I, I actually did, like, you know, I used to, like, take mad naps, like, for a long time. Then I used to wake up with, like, goosebumps and, like, um, what else? Like, sweating. Sweating also. It, it was crazy, like, you know, and then out of nowhere, one day, like, I just started getting a fever. And my fever was, like, pretty bad. It lasted all day. So I was just, you know, caying, like, just taking mad Tylenol. And, like, that's, that's the crazy part. Like, I don't know. It's just... It was it was bad, and then something was wrong. Like you know, I guess my mom started noticing like my skin color was changing. Like it was it was turning yellow. Like you know, I was like pale, and then she knew something was wrong. And then because also my head was hurting like bad, bad. Like it was, it was like killing me every day, and it was like that for like a good one or two straight weeks until she finally like took me to my, you know, primary care doctor, and she said like. Oh, well, like, she asked me, like, questions. She was like, hey, like, how, how do you feel? Like, what are, what are you feeling? And I was like, well, like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like I have a fever. My head hurts, and I'm just tired. Like, my my body was weak. Like, it just gave up on me. Like, it was it was one of those things that was really, really weird. And then she was like, oh, like, oh, really? Like, you know, like, mm, like that's that's kind of weird. You know, that that is pretty weird. Like, because... After all the testing she did, like, just that one time she was like, you seem like you're a healthy kid. Like, you're healthy. Like, nothing's bad. Like, here, we're going to go do some blood draws on you and, like, go from there. See what's, like, you know, what's what's going on and shit like that. So, okay. So, we got the blood drawn. And then, um, after that, we, um, I remember, I think the next, I think a couple days later, she... She scheduled us an MRI for a couple of days later. And then um I think also she I think that same day she called us about the blood results. Like it wasn't even like within like the hour. It was like two, two, three hours. She was like, hmm, like it's kinda weird, you know. She was like, Your blood your white blood cells are low. And I was like, What the fuck? Like, you know, like I've obviously I didn't know like what the fuck that was and like shit. So obviously I went to Google and all I know is like Google told me that White blood cells are like what kind of fights off infections. I don't know. I could have been wrong around that time. You know, I, I'm pretty sure I was. But, you know, like obviously no idea like what that meant. No fucking idea. And then all I know is I was going to get an MRI like to check my head. So that happened. So I remember that same day that we were scheduled the MRI. The day like the day before. I think she... Hold on, step 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 back a little bit. Um, that same day, 
she I had an appointment with her over my white blood cells. And then that same day I had the MRI. And to kind of leave this shit off on a bad note, it was like, you know, probably the worst case scenario and on the worst day ever. Uh, it happened. All this shit happened on my mom's birthday. And here I'll get I'll get back to why it was such a bad day. So anyways, um, that MRI, I think I had it like after school, like at 5 p.m. And then um, the white blood cells like she didn't call us about them, you know, that same day. Like she didn't call. I mean, she didn't call us about him like earlier that day. Like, no, this is this is where it gets kind of bad. So um, I remember I got home. And then I remember my best friend, Abel, he came over to the house. Shout out, Abel. Out of your hearing this, bro, I love you. And if you guys don't know who Abel is, he's been like my childhood best friend, guy best friend, since we were three. And I, I, I could get to that story after this shit. But <clears throat> anyways, um, it. I remember she, I remember my mom, I was like, hey, mom, like, can I go get food with Abel? And she was like, yeah. And like, this is when I barely started learning how to drive. And then, um... It's funny because, uh, so I went, got her a cake, a birthday cake for, you know, her birthday that day <clears throat> after the appointment. And then, um, that's when I got back home with my, my homie Abel. And then we, um, I think we sang happy, yeah, we sang happy birthday. And then next thing you know, like the doctor calls us and she's like, Hey, like you guys need to get to the hospital immediately. Immediately, like immediately, immediately, like the white blood cells drop more than like the first time. And it's like, it's not a good sign. So I remember that was like the, probably the worst thing my mom could hear. And like, <clears throat> I remember we got back to the hospital or we went to the hospital and she, she also, she also left thoughts to my mom, like his head's like, nothing's wrong with his head. Like, you know, it's, you know, guess the white blood cells kind of set it all. So I went to the ER and then um, my mom so like, what's going on? Like, I don't know. Like, you know, she was like, how do you feel? I was like, I feel good. Like, I don't feel bad. And then that's when, um, that's when she, she like, she asked the doctors and they were like, well, we're going to run a couple tests on him. Like, you know, so first things first, we're going to do like, uh, an, an x-ray. Like, I don't know for what, but yeah, they said they were going to do an x-ray. And then that's when they did a, an ultrasound like a heart, a heart echo. That's what they call it. It's basically like an ultrasound of the heart. So yeah, I never even knew about that. So we, so we got that heart echo done and then, um, they did a couple more tests. I know they did like a urine sample and then like I had to poop so they could check my poop and you know, all kinds of fucking tests, like tests I never done. Like I'm, I'm gonna expose myself. This was like fucking uncomfortable as fuck. But you know what? Like if I'm, if I'm a podcast, like I want to get comfortable with y'all and I want y'all like, you know, to know that I'm 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 being real and shit like you know like I'm gonna tell y'all everything like I don't care like you know because this is a true story like you know I'm not I'm not gonna leave every single detail out of it but they wanted to like literally check my butt like they like the doctor where he puts a finger up your you know your your butt and I said hell no <laughs> there was no way I was gonna do that shit at all hell no so then I told them nope I'm not doing it I'll poop but I won't do that and then they were like all right bad like that's cool. And I was like, yep, nope, 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 and no. Anyways, um, so they did all these fucking tests. And then I, and then that's when, like, the heart echo kind of was the one that, that said it all. Like, you know, it said it all. They were like, there's, f like, fluid 
around your heart like where it's like i i guess it's like a little sack that sits around your heart like kind of i don't know it's like a sack like let's just let's just think of it like that it's like a sack that's like around your heart so i was like what the fuck like you know so that's when they immediately sent me to children's hospital and it was already like 12 12 a.m when i got to the hospital it was like 1 a.m and they put me into like a ct scan and a and a pet scan like and then um i remember the doctors they were talking to me and they were like oh like you're gonna be fine like you know they were they were being really nice like actually the doc like the doctors at children's hospital amazing doctors i love them all like and i'm pretty sure you know like majority of them are still working there because i do go up for follows but my favorite doctor left but that's besides the point so he went so we went um they ended up like you know, admitted me to the hospital, but I was in the ICU, and, like, you know, I never, like, like I said, I never been sick or, like, had to, like, you know, deal with any, like, health issues, this is, like, the first time this shit happened, and it was, like, so weird, like, you know, like, super, super weird, so I thought, I was, like, okay, like, I'm gonna just be in the hospital bed for a while, and then I'm gonna go home, like, you know, the next day, bada bing, bada boom, but anyways, um, that was the opposite of that, so I remember I woke up, and this is kind of, like, the hard part, so I remember I woke up <clears throat> and I see my parents like they were crying. Well, my mom was crying. My dad, too. You know, like they were hugging each other. All I heard was the word cancer. And that's kind of what like my my like my energy and my mood like it, it went from 100 to zero real fucking quick. And it was super bad. Like I remember I was like, wait, what? Like, you know, the doctor. And then they he kept like proceeding with talking. And then I, I guess he didn't realize I was awake and heard, like, majority of it. And then as soon as he left, I told my mom, I was like, mom, like, I don't, I don't have that. Like, yo no tengo eso. Like, you know, in Spanish. And then, <clears throat> um, it, this is like, <laughs> this is where I always choke up. Like, you know, but I'm, I'm chilling right now. But yeah, she, t they told me that and my fucking just, my life just like collapsed, like, everything flashbacks like when i was a kid and shit like everything just hit me so I, I would always see the saint jude like commercials and like it was always the little kids with cancer so that's kind of what like hit me and i was like damn like you know like oh shit like it's over for me so yeah i've always been scared of those commercials like as a kid like you know and i was like damn like just the music of the like those commercials it just that whole commercial sad. Like I, I hate seeing them up to this day. Like I just I can't see them. It gets me sad. And anyways, um yeah, like I didn't I had no idea, like, you know. But then this is where like I got mixed up and didn't like officially come to like come to reality, like damn, like this is I really do have cancer. So then in the morning I remember I woke up and the doctor was like, Hey, like, how are you doing? Good morning, like, you know, just basic information and stuff. And then she asked me how I was feeling, and then she let me know, like, we're going to do a heart surgery on you. And then she explained why. Like, so what we found here is, like, you have, like, fluid around your heart. And I was like, okay, like, you know, okay, whatever. So then we got the heart surgery done, and they took out all the liquid. But when I came back, um, when I when I, like, got out the surgery room, like, I kid you not, guys, like, I was super hungry, like, right after that surgery, like, I think 
and it was funny because the doctors did explain they were like well since your heart was stressed because it had to like do double the work with all the liquid around it um that's like that's why i wasn't eating so i was like oh okay like you know that's that's crazy like you know i know that like if your heart works double you don't get hungry like you know so i was like oh shit and i um i felt relieved like i felt so much better so much energized like I felt good. I was talking more. My head stopped hurting. All that. You know, all that was caused because of the heart, the heart surgery, like the, the liquid around it. Okay. So I remember I was eating. My cousin brought me food. My cousin Edwin. And Edwin, if you're hearing this, bro, I fucking love you. And um, let's see. Let's see what else happened. Oh, yeah. And then um, I had a tube like st- like inserted on like my rib. And that's what I was draining, like, any remaining, like, fluid, you know? Because they took out a majority of it, but, like, it was still, like, there was still some fluid, like, chilling there. I don't know. It was, like, I don't know how to explain it. But, yeah, they had, like, a little, like, a little tube. And it was, like, a, I think it was, like, a draining tube or something. I don't know. I don't know exactly what it was called. No, it was, like, a medical term for it or something like that. But, um, it's, it, yeah, it was, like, a weird tube. <laughs> Uh, but we're not going to get into the tube because the tube like besides the point. But yeah, so we had the so I had the surgery and then I thought I was going to be at the hospital. But that was like that. They had other plans for me. And um, I remember also like they moved me to another room and then I got I got moved to another room. And then um, let's see, let's see. And and that room, I I didn't I never went outside that room. Like I was in my I was in my room like for a good like two three days. Like I literally would just get up to like walk around because at at the end the tube that was like on my ribs. I guess we're gonna kind of make the tube important. Um, it was like it it just caused me pain. Like you know I wasn't able to move as much or like you know every time I would walk it would hurt. So even to go to the bathroom it would hurt. Just like you know anything pressure wise. And I remember um else happened fuck since there's so much like you know there's so much i want to talk about and i'm trying to get every single detail in there oh okay so then that's when my cousins my cousin miguel and like his family like they 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 came and i remember that day that's when like the doctor i was oh, actually let's let's go back a little bit um i remember my diagnosis like they i they i never heard the word cancer when they like you know when they mentioned it on the diagnosis at the end after like all that surgery all i know is like they mentioned chemotherapy and the only reason i saw like that it was going to be chemo was because there was like literally a paper like next to my bed and it said chemotherapy and i was like what the fuck like you know so i remember i did the chemotherapy i looked at it and like i looked up what chemotherapy was and i told a friend of mine she was like hey like it was like an old friend of mine back then she was like hey like are you okay like you know like this and that i was like yeah like they said i'm gonna do like chemotherapy or some some shit like that she's like oh no like you're gonna lose your hair and i was like nah like i don't think nah i'm I'm not like you know like still i was still in denial like, i had no idea what cancer was at all until like you know so anyways back to my cousin miguel's family um i remember i um they came over to like visit me and, like, you know, they checked up on me and all that. We spent time together. And that's when the doctor goes in the room. And, like, my mom and dad are there. So, 
he just like he he grabs my mom and then the doctor like he steps outside with my mom and then they're talking and basically what my mom told me because she did tell me about this she was like that the doctor was telling her like hey like like you have to tell him like you have to tell him that he has cancer and then my mom was like well why does it have to be me that tells him and the doctor was like because like it i think it's much it's much better if it comes from his mother or like his parents like then from a doctor it's it's less harsh you could say i mean at the end of the day it was gonna be the same shit so like it doesn't really matter who said it but yeah i, I remember i i talked to my mom like my mom came over and she was like hey like you know i love you right and i was like i love you too like you know like it's kind of like you know it's kind of out of nowhere like she always tells me she loves me like she hugs me like she's more happy about it but this occasion she was a little bit more sad and um i remember she was like you know you know what cancer is right and i was like no like i I really don't she's like well like that's you know that's kind of what you have and like you know and like i just don't want you to be sad like you know you're gonna lose your hair and like all this stuff and it was it was bad like it was just like a bad moment and it was such an uncomfortable moment i'm pretty sure for my mom and like i give my mom mad props for that because like you know, I'm I'm pretty sure no mother has to go like not every mother has to go through this or like break down like some really really bad news to their own like son. And I started crying. I I started like crying. I was like, no, like, I don't want to lose my hair. And then like I automatically thought about that friend I had. She was like, you're not gonna lose your hair. So that was kind of more like you know, as a teenager, like us us guy teens, like your fucking hair is everything. Like you know, around that time, your hair was everything. So I, I fucking love my hair. I would get a haircut every two weeks and stuff. And like, you know, my hair was pretty nice back then. And yeah, so I remember I, you know, I thought about my friend and I was like, okay, like, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to lose my hair, whatever. So then that's when like the doctors like did all the like the, the necessary things like to prepare me for my cancer. Like, you know, I had to freeze like sperm, you know, yeah, I had to. And then I had to, um, what else? What else? I had to, like, I had to run a couple tests, like, you know, like, a couple tests before, like, they could determine, like, okay, I'm good to start my chemo. So, just, like, kind of fast forward, like, I was I was in the hospital from October 17th, and I didn't get out till, like, October 30th. And I remember, oh, man, it was bad. I remember I wanted to see my homies, like, after that time, like, I wanted to go eat with them. Because they were always like, bro, when you get out, we're going to take you out to eat. So, I was, like, excited because, like. I never been to B-dubs <laughs> until that time. So I went to B-dubs the first time ever with them. And obviously it was the worst, like the worst, because when I got out, like I felt good. Like I felt super good. Like I was like, okay, I feel healthy. Like I'm out. I don't have to go back to the hospital. But like I, like I told y'all, I was very uneducated, like with the whole chemo and like the whole cancer like process and stuff. So I remember I got out the hospital and um, I went out to eat with my homies and then I remember I was driving and I started feeling like shit, like just, I started feeling like nauseous, like really, really nauseous. And it was super bad. Like it was really, really bad. And that's when like I ate wings and like I caved them all. Like I was fucking starving. Like I was like, damn, I'm fucking fed up with this fucking hospital food. Like, I'm done with it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm super done with it. And that's when I went um to go like cut my hair. And I remember I went and cut my hair, like, at this barbershop in Catrachos. Like, I'm pretty sure if you're from, like, Westwood, Denver, like, you know where this is, like, at. You know, because a lot of us would go, like, from my high school. We would all go there. Like, that was a good, that was a cool spot to go. If it wasn't that, it was True Cuts. 
and it wasn't true cuts. I think it was like chinos. But anyways, um, I remember we went, and then, um, uh, I, I, I mean, I, I went to go cut my hair, and my hair was like falling off like super. Like even my barber was like, "What the fuck?" Like you know, he was kind of like curious, cause like my hair was like just cutting off super easily. And then that's when I got a fresh fade, you know, I I got a fresh fade, you know, all of that. And then, but then, like, the next day or two days later, I started noticing, like, my hair was falling off even more. And I was getting super mad, like, you know, my hair was falling off. And I remember I was showering that, like, that time. Um, I, I remember I got so frustrated. Like, I started pulling my hair, and like, I was freaking out. I was like, no, like, no, 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 there's no fucking way. So I started pulling my hair like fucking crazy. And then that's when I went into the mirror and started noticing like bald spots. And I was like, no, like, what the fuck? And I was like, no, 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 I'm not fucking going to school. I'm not like, you know, this and that. I started fucking crying. And I remember my mom was like, what's wrong? My dad too, because my dad didn't like, I think he still hasn't left for work that day. And then that's when like, they both came into my room. They're like, what's up? Are you okay? And like, I was like, no, like, I'm losing my hair. Like, what the fuck? Like, no, no, I'm not going to school. And, like, I put on a beanie, and they were like, let us see. And I was like, no, hell no, like, leave me alone. Like, I don't, I don't, like, you know. I didn't say it like that, but I was like, no, no, like, leave me alone. Like, you know, like, no, like, I don't want you guys to see. And so my mom, like, just sat to the, sat on my bed. She was like, come on, like, it's okay. Like, you know, like, let me let me see. Like, I love you. And that's when they saw my hair was falling off. And then my mom was like, I knew this was going to happen, like. You know, even my dad, too, was like, yeah, like, I knew this was going to happen. And, you know, like, and they come for me and, like, they told me, you don't have to go to school today. Like, you know, and I still did. I didn't really have to go to school at all, like, during that time. Like, it, it was a two-year battle, but we'll get we'll get to that, like, more towards the end. But, or more towards the end of this story. But, yeah, like, it was, like, a two, two-year, like, a two-year thing. But anyways, um... That's when, like, my parents told me I didn't have to go to school. So I stayed home. I, I fell asleep. You know, I cooled off a little bit. And then that's when I remember I was, like, on my phone. And, like, I think my mom and my dad glanced at it, like, just real quick. Like, out of curiosity, you know. Not that they, like, not that I have shit to hide. <laughs> or do I? So I don't know. But, uh, you know, just like, oh, like, oh, I was like, hey, look, like, this is a, there's a, like, I think it was like you know the old Nintendos. I told. I think it's the N NSF or something like that. I don't. I don't remember exactly what it was called, but it was like an old Nintendo, and they had like old games, but it was like a remastered. So the games were already like installed into that little like video game thing. And then I remember my parents were like, "Let's go. Let's go get it for you." And I was like, "No, you guys don't have to do that." But they just wanted me to be like in a good mood, you know. Like my hair was like already like, just like a a slap to the face. Like it was bad. And I remember we went and like we went to go look for it everywhere. Like we literally were down bad. We went to Best Buy, Walmart. We went to this far ass fucking Target, like in the middle of nowhere. It was funny, like you know. And I don't know. It was, it, we couldn't find it. It was unsuccessful, you know. But I didn't care. Like I really appreciated my parents, just like for the effort. Like you know, I I appreciated them. Like you know, I just told them I was like, you know what? Like just some Chick Fil A sounds fire. Like you know, took me to Chick Fil A, and I was happy like for the rest of the day. No, I kind of had to get over, like, my hair thing. Yeah, um, fuck these AirPods. <laughs> I feel like they make the audio sound horrible, so I'm sorry for the couple of last minutes. But, yeah, like, I always told myself, like, yeah, like, everything's, like, to the hands of, I leave everything to the hands of the doctors. And, like, I thank God, you know, for, for carrying me. And 
you know, for what he put me through, like, you know, I have questions about it, but I don't question what God, God's plans are, like, you know, at all. But, um, yeah, like, I, my stay started, like, at the hospital and stuff. And that's when, like, you know, I just started, like, you know, like, it, I, I had to be strong for my parents, like I said. So I was always, like, in a good mood, happy, acted normal, you know, I looked normal, like, nobody really knew I had cancer. And everyone was like, bro, like, you look like you're not sick. Like, you know, it's it's crazy. And that's when, um, you know, that shit happened. And so on. And, like, um, that's when I started going to, like, the hospital, you know, for my treatments. Like, it was a six, six cycles, I think. So I was already done with one. And then I think, yeah, so when I first got admitted, like, oh, I already did one. And then the second time. That was when, like, you know, the one I was talking about previous. But, um, I remember I went and that's when, um, you know, like, it, it went smooth. Like, you know, I just knew I had to be strong, like, you know, for me and, like, my family. And, you know, like, I already had that mentality going into this shit. And, like, you know, my parents started doing good. Like, they started handling it a little bit well. And, like, you know, I met a lot of, like, amazing people, like, throughout the throughout the journey like you know that first year and everyone was super supportive and like teachers were really really helpful and like i love all my teachers from high school like they're all fucking amazing and like they came through for me like you know they would like extend works and shit and like my first my main goal though was like graduating i wanted to graduate on time you know and i'm glad i did and anyways um but then that's when like after, like, I think I finished my last cycle, which was the sixth one. I think I finished it in, um, when was it? What was it? I think I finished it, like, February. Like, I know it was a little bit after, like, um, Valentine's Day. I, I I remember that. And then, um, I finished that. And then I think the following month, they flew me out for the Rockies to meet, like, the Rockies in spring training down in Phoenix, which was, like, a super amazing experience. You know, I got to meet. Nolan Arenado, Carlos Gonzalez, Trevor Story, like, you know, all those players, and I was, I was like, I was, I was put, I was, I was doing pretty well, like, after, and then I think, let's, let me do the math, how many months is it from April, I think, let's see, so May, June, no, April, May, June, July, August, September. So six months after like that whole trip. Um, it was in September. Or actually in August. That I was like I wasn't feeling like shit. Like I was actually feeling good. Like, you know. And this is where like it the cancer caught me off guard. So the first cancer I told you guys about, I didn't really like talk about it. But it was basically like a tumor, like that was like right next to my heart, but it was like right on the middle of the chest. So in other occasions, they would probably remove the tumor, you know, and, like, probably do, like, light chemos. But in this case, since it was, like, really close to the heart, they really, like, didn't want to mess with anything. So, I remember I, um, I, I think I remember it was, like, a, a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, the first one that I had. And then the second time, which was, like, around August, like, my symptoms were bad. They weren't, I mean, let's scratch that. My symptoms weren't as bad. And, um, that's when, oh, fuck, that's when, like, we did, like, a, a regular, like, checkup with my oncologist, and they put me in the scanner, 
and then I remember me and my mom went to B-dubs. Uh, B-dubs is such a big part of my life, apparently. But we went to B-dubs, me and my mom, while we were waiting for our results. Because they were like, all right, well, we're going to have you guys like come do the scans. We're going to go over the results. And then you guys should be back like in the clinic by like in two hours after the scans. You know, because like we were there like all morning. Like they were doing so many tests. But the scans was like the last part of it. And then the fucking follow-up. So then me and my mom got the needing and then we went back to the hospital and the doctor was like, she came in, like, she was like, Hey, how are you doing? And then like my doctor, her name's like Dr. Franklin. She was always like super energetic. Like we always had conversations about baseball, sports, whatever it was like, you know, she was like my homie in, in other words, like my homie at the hospital, you know? And then, most of the time she talks to me like good like she's happy like you know she's she's always in a good mood but when she walked into the room like i just noticed the vibe was like different from her like it's like hey like how are you doing and then i was i'm doing good like you know i'm I'm doing good and then she was like uh like i don't i don't know how to tell you this like i'm sorry like but like it looks like your cancer came back and then i was like no like are you for real and she was like yeah like and I'm so sorry, like, I don't know, what, I don't know how to tell you, and then I got, like, super sad, I was like, fuck, like, what the fuck, and my mom, too, and then that's when she came to hug me, because, like, she started, started crying, she started, started crying, and then, you know, I was like, fuck, like, this is it, if it comes back a second time, like, my mentality was like, this is it, but, you know, it's just, it was, it was just the thought of the moment, you could say, but, I told her, I was like, fuck, like, I'm gonna have to miss school again. Like, you know, I was just questioning so much shit. I was like, fuck, again? Like, there's no way. But, um, I don't know. I don't know. It was, it, it sucked. It's such a shitty feeling. This, I think this was the worst part of it. Cause like, I, I'm over here thinking like, I'm good. Like, you know, I'm clear, but it, it ended up coming back. But this one was a different cancer. It was a Hodgkin's lymphoma this time. And it was, you know, uh, it it's just like, it kind of caught me off guard. But then I, she told me, like, you're still going to be able to, like, go to homecoming. Like, you know, like I wanted to experience all of that shit. Homecoming, you know, go do what you got to do and stuff like that. And I remember, I, I, I think I went home that day and, like, I told my grandpa was here. And it was, it was worse. Like, you know, like, when my grandparents here, you know, like. It just made it even worse, like, just because my grandparents were crying, too. And like I just, oh, man, I just felt so much pressure. Like, it was bad. But the second treatment went a little bit more aggressive. And I kid you not, guys, like, oh, man, it was bad. Like, I kept throwing up everything. I wouldn't even eat this time. But at least with my other, my other, like, cancer, I was eating, like, you know, during the treatments. But this time it was bad. Like, I had... I like I had chemos, really, really strong chemos actually. And then I think in November, um, they did a bone marrow. So they like so I don't know, I don't know, I think it's called a oh, fuck, I forgot exactly what it's called, but it's like basically like they stick like two big ass like IVs on my arms. And they were like taking out blood, like the mother cells. I don't know, some I I don't know exactly like I'm gonna have to get back I'm gonna have to look it up and like talk about it soon you know but um yeah they did that and then they took out as much blood as they can like for the bone marrow transplant december came 
and it, it felt like it, it sucked like you know like it felt like um this is a goodbye like that's how it felt like you know so i had to go i had to be admitted to the hospital january 2nd of 2018 so like the next year and you know it was already december like tw- december 2017 so yeah i um i went in for like you know to stay there for like a good month january 2nd so january 2nd came and then um fuck i'm trying to think that's when like you know they they did the treatment it was basically chemos guys but like really fucking like really really fucking aggressive this time it was bad like it got to the point where i I felt like i was dying like i was drugged up like they gave me so much medications for my pain because you know it was just really strong like it just it was killing me like literally while i was like alive i couldn't sleep i didn't sleep i'm pretty sure like if i'm correct i didn't sleep for like a good two weeks like the first week i was able to sleep you know it wasn't as bad but once you got into like the middle of like that treatment like it just kind of like it was it was bad like it was really really bad and i started like you know that it was like i started like you know hallucinating i couldn't sleep like i was irritated i was exhausted like you know it was a little bit of everything and it was just horrible 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 and i think around that time uh i think like i they said supposedly that i was the second fastest patient to get out of the bone marrow because like I, I guess i came back to normal like a little bit later like you know like a little bit earlier than like the usual like because they expected me to stay there for like almost like a month and a half so like a month and like 15 or like almost even maybe even two months i think they said but nah they said i I think i got out within like three weeks and i think the fastest one that got out of a bone marrow transplant like that was like two weeks i was like damn two weeks bro i was like shit bro but by the second week i was dying like i'm not i kid you guys not like i was fed up like i was done like i did not know who the fuck i was at this point you know like it, it got super bad like it really did get super bad so i got out you know, and it was, it sucked because before I got out, she was, the doctor was like, um, so you can't be around like big crowds for a hundred days. And like, you can't get sick. You have to protect yourself. Like you have to take care of yourself. And I had to wear this like mask that protected me from like breathing in anything. Like I, I'm pretty sure like a virus. I don't know. Just, you know, I had to be really cautious about everything. I couldn't get sick. In other words, I could, I really couldn't get sick. So that's so why they told me to avoid like big crowds going out, like all this shit. And like, make sure like there's only like a, a max of like four people like around me and like that they're not sick because if, if i got sick like i could have literally died like my immune system was like really really weak and like you know i couldn't i couldn't like do that so that's when um it was like hard like you know like, it was hard like i had a best friend at the time and she like she really you know like she really helped me through this and like i appreciate her so much you know and um yeah she like she was like taking care of me and stuff and like you know she kind of like helped me manage like to not go out which i appreciate because knowing my ass i fucking hate staying in with a passion so when she did that like i you know like i was like it it went quick like because you know because i would kick it with her like constantly so and then half of the time i was home so all of my classes were online oh no 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 i almost forgot i had a fucking school teacher i i mean i was i was being homeschooled yeah there you go I was being homeschooled. I forgot about that shit. That's fucking insane. I had to 
I mean, I don't know what that teacher's name was, but she was fucking amazing. Like, she was really, really amazing. And, yeah, I was homeschooled. Literally, I was homeschooled for a bit. Like, I don't think nobody, I ever told this to anyone. So, that's pretty cool. I get to tell you guys this. Damn. Totally forgot about that. Yeah, I was homeschooled. Oh, her name was Carol. Yeah, Carol, Carol. Miss Carol, yeah. She used to come every fucking day. And I was like, oh, fuck, I don't want to go to school. But, you know, I couldn't get around. I had to get this education. So, yeah, but there was days where she, like, where she saw, like, that I was, like, not feeling good at all, that she would not come. Or there was days that she wouldn't come either, like, she couldn't come. Like, she went off of, like, DPS's, like, the, the Denver Public Schools, like, she went off of, like, their their scheduling, which was, you know, pretty cool. You know, she was a cool teacher. And it was, like, I think she only came for, like, two hours, if I'm correct, from 10 to 12. I don't, rem- I don't exactly remember. But, yeah, like, and then... I guess the worst part about the bone marrow transplant also was like the after, like the cons, um, was I had to, I lost my butt, like my taste. And then also to like, kind of like top it off, I had to go do some ready, like I had to go do some radiation. I almost left that off. Like after I got off of the bone marrow thing, I had to go do some radiation. And then anyways, like let's skip through like now the day, like where it was my final 100 day. Um, they did scans. It was like when it was a hundred days, like after the bone marrow transplant. It was it was amazing because it landed on before like my birthday. So that day they determined like, okay, let's see if your cancer is gone, like for good. Or like f- for now, you know. Obviously it's gone now, like for good. Like, you know, I'm super blessed for that. But yeah, so a day before my birthday, which is like my birthday is April twenty sixth. So April twenty fifth of twenty eighteen. I remember they did everything. They checked my lung. They did so much, like, more tests also, like, different tests that I'd never even done. And they, um, so they tested, they tested me. They did my, my scans. They took out blood and stuff. And then that's when, um, the doctors came in and they were like, hey, like, you're, you're cancer free once again. I was like, hey, yo, I was like, let's get it. So, yeah, I was fucking pumped up. Like, you know, I was like, fuck, yeah, like, finally, you know, and I was super happy, you know, and that's like the last time I had to deal with that fucking ugly ass disease. And now it's like I go up for checkups and stuff and like it's super amazing. Like, you know, I, I'm i so blessed like to just go for checkups now. And like, you know, I, I think of it as like catching up with my doctors because I'm healthy. I feel great. You know, I'm talking to you guys. I'm doing this podcasting like, you know, so. Yeah, I'm I'm hundred percent sure I'm I'm healthy, like hundred and one percent. And man, oh man, wasn't it amazing? Like that feeling. And then the next day was my birthday, and I remember I had a blast. My mom made me my favorite enchiladas. If you guys don't know what enchiladas potosinas are, I highly recommend you guys to look them up and try them. Enchiladas potosinas. Remember the name. Clip that. But yeah, it was oh my god, fucking. Literally, it was just not my birthday. It was like another, I think I look at that day as like another birthday to me because it's the day like I, I feel like that God gave me another chance in life. And it, it really means like, you know, it, it that day means the world to me. And, you know, and I'm just blessed to be here. Like the reason I'm telling you this, you guys, this is because this is what kind of motivated me to do this. Like I said, like earlier, it's just I just I felt like I was like myself. Like, you know, I found myself, I found how to love myself. And like, I just don't give a fuck what anyone says now. Like, you know, I'm doing whatever I want. Like, you know, like, 
And I, hell yeah, like, I'm gonna celebrate myself every time. And, like, I'm gonna do anything I want. Like, you know? It's just, like, it's it. this is all for me. Like, I've always wanted to do, like, I've always wanted to be a YouTuber. I don't know if I said it earlier. I think I did. I was, like, you know, like, I've always wanted to, like, be a YouTuber maybe. But it never really crossed my mind. It was just, like, nah, it's a long shot. Like, you know, because you have to be really creative. And I'm not a super creative person. Like, I, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. But yeah, and like, you know, I think this podcasting would be pretty dope. Like, so I know podcasts kind of like became a really popular thing. And like, I never, I've, I've only heard one podcast and it's the Full Send podcast. And it caught my attention a lot. Cause like, they just talk about anything. And like, you know, I think that's pretty dope. Like, you know, you could just sit here and talk about anything and people will like listening. And like, you know, but anyways, um, yeah, like that shit happened. And like, yeah, that's kind of what motivated me to do this podcasting. And, like, you know, just to also spread awareness and, like, just to, like, kind of teach y'all, like, just do whatever the fuck you want. Like, you know, like, life's not short. Life's too short, I mean. And life's not long. Like, you know, we got to take risk and, like, we got to do whatever we want. Like, you know, if we don't experience stuff, how, do, how are we going to know that it's for us? You know what I mean? So, yeah, like, that's why I'm doing this. Like, this is new. Like, I never really thought I was going to podcast, like, you know. But I, I'm actually enjoying this. Like, I really am. And, like, you know, and, like, it's it's crazy, you know. And um, I was going to talk about my best friend, Abel, and stuff. But I'm going to save that for another episode. Because, you know, like, I feel like there's a lot. I'll just talk about him right now, actually. So, yeah. But that's, you know, my life has been impacted in such a, like, a strange way. And it was, like, an experience that, like, I never forget. Like, it just lives in the back of my head, like, you know, like, crazy and you know I, I it's i thank god for putting me through it like you know maybe it's not the way i wanted to experience life or like for like my last two years of like you know my youth another way it's my you know like those last two years of high school were hell like they really got ruined for me and like you know like but i never question what god puts me through or like anything he throws at me like i know why he puts me through it because i know he knows that i'm strong and i can handle anything but yeah, like, I guess that experience was really, you know, life-changing in such a positive way. And, like, you know, I look at the cons of it, but none of that really matters as long as, like, you know, I'm healthy here today and I'm doing good. And, like, you know, I'm I'm doing this right now. Like, you know, it's just I'm experiencing so much stuff. And, like, I've been truly blessed with, like, amazing people and, like, you know, with lots of, like, many more years of life. And, like, my goals are being met and, like. I'm doing anything I want, and it's just, like, you know, like, it's crazy, like, you know, it's crazy, it's crazy, so, yeah, like, you know, every time the date of my, like, when I first got discovered with cancer, and the day that, like, I recovered from cancer, those are, like, the two days that, like, I consider birthdays, like, you know, because it was the beginning of a, beginning of a life-changing experience, and the end of a life-changing experience, if that makes sense, I don't know if it makes sense, but let's just pretend we, let's just pretend it does, but, yeah, and, like, you know, and, like, as for my best friend, Abel, like, I I fucking love this guy, dude. Like, he's fucking, he's, he's always, like, had my back since I was three. And, like, the funny story is, um, and, like, I love everyone that's had my back. Like, you know, all, all my homies, I know you're pro- you guys are probably hearing this. And, like, y'all know I love you, you know, but, like, hey, my homie Abel is my, like, he's just, like, you know, Abel, Abel's just Abel. Like, you know, he's my guy best friend. I always consider him my guy best friend. Because he's been there for me since I was three. And, like, the funny story is, I, I used to get bullied when I was a kid. So, <laughs> it's kind of funny. But, 
I remember he fucked up a kid because he was he took away a toy of mine and he just fucked him up. Like, you know, and he's like, hey, like, you want to be friends? Like, sure. And we became friends and some apartments. And yeah, so that's like my guy best friend story. And then ever since then, he's been through thick and thin with me through the years and like up to this day. And I'm so fucking proud of this guy. Like, man, this guy's such an amazing person. Like, you guys will love him that ass. And, you know, he's like my brother. I consider him my brother and like. He also, like, he got to see, like, majority of it, like, all this shit, like, you know, he got the actual, like, true experience of seeing me go through this shit, and, you know, and, like, I, you know, it's, like, that's many years of, like, friendship, it's almost, like, 20, it's, like, 19, so that's, like, pretty insane, but, yeah, and, like, you know, um, yeah, two years, two-year battle, you know, and I think that's the best way to introduce myself, just kind of what built me to do this, and, like, what built me as a person because back then I feel like I was a piece of shit. Like I feel like I was annoying, like, you know, whatever. It was I was just Andrew, like annoying and shit. But you know, like after that chemo thing, like it kinda hum- it humbled me actually by a mile. And, you know, it just made me appreciate life more and appreciate what I have in life and like, you know, do whatever I want once again. But it's my intro. You know, I think you know I I want to keep doing this. It's actually pretty fun. It makes time go by flying. Like, I've been doing this for almost two hours, just recording, like, trying to clip everything. Like, you know, it might not be two hours when you guys hear this, but that's kind of what it felt to me. But, you know, like, I'm, I appreciate you guys for listening, like, for real. But before I go, like, I just want to tell y'all, like, yeah, this is going to be my channel, Drew Talks. (laughs) Channel, what the fuck? This is going to be my podcast from now on. You know, just whenever I can or I'll try to, like, be more constant with it. But, yeah, and there was a Febreze machine again spraying. (laughs) But, yeah, you know, Drew Talks. Drew Talks coming up soon. And, you know, hopefully you guys let everyone know about this. And I'm going to be talking about anything. So, please, you guys, like, please, please, please just give me recommendations. Like, I don't care. Like, you know, I'm trying to talk about some real shit or, like, just just stupid things. Like, you know, make it funny. It's not going to be a depressing one. Like a depressing podcast that talks about like sad shit or like, you know, nah, hell no. I'm going to get Liddy up in here. And then, yeah, this is my podcast, Drew Talks. I appreciate you guys for listening. And, you know, I hope you guys tune in again whenever I post about it. So, yeah, appreciate y'all. Thank you for listening. Peace.